0: Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. Uh, I am Lorraine, and I am your host and reader for today. Uh, today we are episode 23.5, and we are reading Acts 26. So we will continue to uh, read about Paul, and uh, he's uh, giving his testimony, I guess, um, to defend himself. So, uh, But welcome, and thank you for joining me and for being a part of this um, wonderful journey, of reading God's Word, and uh, getting to know Him better, and reading about the, uh, the beginnings of the church, and uh, where it started. So uh, I am just thankful that I get to be here and read this for you, uh, with you, and uh, Jeremiah is uh, still on vacation, and so tomorrow we will post the pre-recorded from last week before he left, so um, that'll be fun. And it was a good, I, they're all good. I have fun with him and we enjoy each other's company talking and whatnot. So uh, it's, it was just, it was a, I think it was a pretty good one. I'll have to watch it again. So uh, anyway, I don't really watch these. I just post them. Uh, these are one takes usually. Sometimes I start off and I get a little funky, so I start over. Uh, But for the most part, these are one takes, and I post them. So it is what it is, and uh, it's all about God and what He is doing, and I just allow Him to speak through me. So not that I'm anything special. I'm not any, you know, I'm just, I'm doing what I think I'm pretty sure He wants me to do. So uh, until I hear otherwise, I will keep doing it. So, and I've been doing this since October. So if today is your first day joining uh, me, um, I'm I'm glad you're here. Uh, It's not too late to go back and listen or watch the uh, first episodes. Uh, I probably wasn't as comfortable as I am now doing it. So anyway. All right. So we are going to begin with prayer, uh, open up, and then um, we will start reading uh, chapter 26. So Let's pray. Holy God, Heavenly Father, we are so grateful and thankful to you for yet another day to read your word. Uh, Lord, I'm thankful for those that are out there joining me today and uh, taking out time to uh, dig in and um, get to know you better. Lord, we're thankful for all that you provide for us and how you take care of us. You you know every hair on our heads and uh, we are just so thankful that you are in control and we're not so lord just bless this time uh, in your word Um, we thank you for the gift of your son jesus christ we're so thankful that he loved us so much that he gave his life for us and he shed the blood that covers all of our sins we're so thankful for that and we have the promise of salvation and the promise of heaven after this life is over. So we're just so thankful. And um, you have a plan, and we know it. We just need to find out what it is that your plan is for us, for each of us individually. Lord, uh, empty us of the world, clear our minds, and uh, help us to focus in on what it is that today's word is about. We know there's a message. Um, sometimes there's no catchphrase. There's no uh, takeaway. But, uh, but there's always something to learn. So, Lord, just reveal yourself to us in this moment. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say. And keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right. So let's dig in and start reading 26. Uh, again, I'm at the... Um, I'm just hanging on the seat of my, the edge of my seat. Sorry, <laughs> I'm having a, another brain cramp. I don't know what happened to my little blue coloring thing. Oh, I'm so sad. I hope I didn't lose it. All right. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and dive in. And uh, oh no, there it is. Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. Y'all think I'm crazy, which I am. And afterwards, we're going to do Proverbs 10. So uh, I didn't forget. I have my little uh, post-it notes. Keeps me on track. Okay. Chapter 26, episode 23.5. Then Agrippa said to Paul, you may speak in your defense. So Paul, gesturing with his hand, started his defense. I am fortunate, King Akrabah, that you are the one hearing my defense today against all these accusations made by the Jewish leaders. For I know you are an expert on all Jewish customs and controversies. Now please listen to me patiently. As the Jewish leaders are well aware, I was given a thorough Jewish training from my earliest childhood among my own people and in Jerusalem. If they would admit it, they know that I have been a member of the Pharisees, the strictest sect of our religion. Now I am on trial because of my hope in the fulfillment of God's promise made to our ancestors. In fact, that is why the 12 tribes of Israel zealously worship God night and day, and they share the same hope I have. Yet, your majesty, they accuse me for having this hope. Why does it seem incredible to any of you that God can raise the dead? I used to believe that I ought to do everything I could to oppose the very name of Jesus the Nazarene. Indeed, I did just that in Jerusalem. Authorized by the leading priests, I caused many believers there to be sent to prison, and I cast my vote against them when they were condemned to death. Many times I had them punished in the synagogues to get them to curse Jesus. I was so violently opposed to them that I even chased them down in foreign cities. One day I was on such a mission to Damascus, armed with the authority and commission of the leading priests about noon, your majesty, as I was on the road, a light from heaven brighter than the sun shone down on me and my companions. We all fell down and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is useless for you to fight against my will. Who are you, Lord? I asked. And the Lord replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get to your feet, for I have appeared to you to appoint you as my servant and witness. Tell people that you have seen me and tell them what I will show you in the future. And I will rescue you from both your own people and the Gentiles. I'm sorry, did I read that right? I will yeah, rescue you from both your own people and the Gentiles. Yes, I am sending you to the Gentiles to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Then they will receive forgiveness for their sins and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. And so, King Agrippa, I obeyed that vision from heaven. I preached first to those in Damascus, then in Jerusalem and throughout all Judea and also to the Gentiles. That all must repent of their sins and turn to God, and prove they have changed by the good things they do. Some Jews arrested me in the temple for preaching this, and they tried to kill me. But God has protected me right up to this present time, so I can testify to everyone from the least to the greatest. I teach nothing except what the prophets and Moses said would happen. That the Messiah would suffer and be the first to rise from the dead and in this way announce God's light to Jews and Gentiles alike. Suddenly, Festus shouted, Paul, you are insane. Too much study has made you crazy. But Paul replied, I am not insane, most excellent Festus. What I am saying is the sober truth. And King Agrippa knows about these things I speak boldly, for I am sure these events are all familiar to him, for they were not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. Agrippa interrupted him. Do you think you can persuade me to become a Christian so quickly? Paul replied, whether quickly or not, I pray to God that both you and everyone here in this audience might become the same as I am, except for these chains. Then the king, the governor, Bernice, And all others stood and left. As they went out, they talked it over and agreed. This man hasn't done anything to deserve death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, he could have been set free if he hadn't appealed to Caesar. All right, so let's go back. And um, I just underlined the very first line uh, where Agrippa Agrippa, uh, says to speak. Your defense to Paul. And then he, I like the way he um, sort of, I don't know how to say it, but kind of appeals to King Agrippa's sort of, um, I don't know, his good side, I guess, to say. Um, But he says, uh, you know, I. you're the one hearing my, I'm glad that you're here, you're hearing my defense, for I know you are an expert on all Jewish customs and controversies. Uh, Now, please listen to me uh, patiently. So, you know, he's kind of like, you know, giving him a little something just to say, you know, stroking his ego. That's what I'm trying to say. That was the words I'm trying to figure out here. And as the Jewish leaders are well aware, I was given a thorough Jewish training. Uh, I'm a Pharisee uh, with the strictest sect of our religion. Now I'm on trial because of my hope in the fulfillment of God's promises, promise made to our ancestors. Um, Why does it seem, I thought this was cool. Why does it seem incredible to you, any of you, that God can raise the dead for real? I mean, you know, he can do anything, you know. I used to believe that I ought to do everything I could to oppose the very name of Jesus, the Nazarene. Um, I was so violently opposed to them that I even chased them down in foreign cities. And then he goes through the whole story of um, going uh, to Damascus and how the Lord called him to uh, preach to the Jews and the Gentiles. Um, I am sending you to the Gentiles to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Um, and so King Agrippa, I obeyed that vision from heaven. You know, he's being obedient. That's huge. I'm going to put a little line underneath that. Um, that all must repent of their sins and turn to God. Prove that they have changed by the good things they do. So not only are you turning to God and you're accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, um, but you also have to prove that you've changed by the good things that you do. So you you have to start doing works and it, that doesn't earn you into heaven, but you are working for God because that's what he requires of us. So you can't earn your way to heaven. You have to be a believer to get into heaven, but the good works, you know, you want to, at the end of the day, you want to be able to hear God say, well done, uh, good and faithful servant, you want to hear those words, you know, and you want to be in, you know, the day you die and you get to heaven, you want to walk up to God and he's going to turn the book over and he's going to see your name in the book of life because that's what you want. You know, there won't, you don't want any doubt that you're there. And then, you know, from what I understand by all the works that you do on earth, by being obedient to god there are crowns in heaven now i don't know what all that means uh there are people who are much more knowledgeable about this than i am um so i'm not going to pretend that i know but i do know that there are crowns you know and in my house there are many uh, rooms you know to me you know god's got a place for us in heaven um you know i Hopefully, you know, I don't get just a little tiny little apartment, you know, I would like to have a nice bigger house, but you know, I get what God gives me, you know, according to what his will is. I'll be happy. I'm just gonna be happy to be in heaven in the presence of Jesus. That's all I got to say. Um, so then Paul is telling, I mean, Festus is shouting to Paul, you're crazy. I'm not insane, Paul says. Um, I'm sober. Uh, King Agrippa Agri- Agri- knows about these things. And now he's trying to you know, preach to him about the good news and tell him. And of course, uh, Agrippa uh, interrupts him and says, do you think you can persuade me to become a Christian so quickly? And Paul's like, look, whether it's quick or not, uh, I pray to God that both you and everyone here in this audience might become the same as I am, except for these chains. You know, that's the goal of every Christian because we want to see everybody in heaven And, you know, I I keep saying it. There are people that I keep praying for over and over again. And I, I just hope and pray that it's sooner than later because, you know, you don't want to delay, but he's got a clear conscience because he keeps giving the information out. So it rests upon the shoulders of those hearing the word, how they're going to receive it. So, uh, Then the king and the governor and they all stood up and they left. And, of course, Agrippa says to Festus he could have been set free if he hadn't appealed to Caesar. So, uh, you know, he could have gone free. But for whatever reason, he has to go see Caesar because, you know, that's what God, I think, is gearing him towards. Maybe to get to Rome to preach the word. I don't know. But we'll find out tomorrow tomorrow when we read with Jeremiah um, in chapter 27. <clears throat> so that's, the, uh, that's it for today for our reading. As always, it's good and wonderful stuff. And then we're gonna go ahead and read our Proverbs 10. Um, I don't think I read Proverbs 11 with Jeremiah last week. So uh, I'm gonna leave that up to you to do that on your own. And then, of course, Saturday and Sunday, the two days that I'm off, uh, it's up to you to read your Proverbs on your own. So, uh, okay, well, let's read 10. The Proverbs of Solomon. You know, I'm going to take a little drink first because I'm a little thirsty and I'm a little raspy. All right. The Proverbs of Solomon. A wise child brings joy to a father A foolish child brings grief to a mother. Ain't that the truth? Tainted wealth has no lasting value, but right living can save your life. Sorry, I'm trying to get my thing done here. The Lord will not let the godly go hungry, but he refuses to satisfy the craving of the wicked. Lazy people are poor, are soon poor. Hard workers get rich a wise youth harvests in the summer but one who sleeps during harvest is a disgrace the godly are show, showered with blessings the words of the wicked conceal violent intentions we have happy memories of the godly but the name of a wicked person rots away the wise are glad to be instructed but babbling fools fall flat on their faces People with integrity walk safely, but those who follow crooked paths will be exposed. People who wink at wrong cause trouble, but a bold reproof promotes peace. The word of the godly are a life-giving fountain. The words of the wicked conceal violent intentions. That's twice it says that. Hatred stirs up quarrels, but love makes up for all offenses. Oh, that's true. Wise words come from the lips of people with understanding, but those lacking sense will be beaten with a rod. Wise people treasure knowledge, but the babbling of a fool invites disaster. The, the wealth of the rich is their fortress. The poverty of the poor is their destruction. The earnings of... The godly enhance their lives, but evil people squander their money on sin. People who accept discipline are on the pathway to life, but those who ignore correction go astray. Hiding hatred makes you a liar. Slandering others makes you a fool. Too much talk leads to sin, but sensible and be sensible and keep your mouth shut. Oh man, I wish I could follow that. The words of the godly are like sterling silver, the heart of a fool is worthless. The words of the godly encourage many, but fools are destroyed by their lack of common sense. The blessing of the Lord makes a person rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Doing wrong is fun for a fool, but living wisely brings pleasure to the sensible. The fears of the wicked will be fulfilled, the hopes of the godly will be granted. When the storms of life come, the wicked are whirled away, but the godly have a lasting foundation. Lazy people irritate their employers, the vinegar to the teeth or smoke in the like vinegar to the teeth or smoke in the eyes. For the fear, I'm sorry, fear of the Lord lengthens one's life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. The hopes of the godly result in happiness. But the expectations of the wicked come to nothing. The way of the Lord is a stronghold to those with integrity, but it destroys the wicked. The godly will never be disturbed, but the wicked will be removed from the land. The mouth of the godly person gives wise advice, but the tongue that it deceives will be cut off. The lips of the godly speak helpful words, but the mouth of the wicked speaks perverse words. Well, that's just a lot of good stuff in there. That's all I got to say. Um, always is. I, I, You know, I love Proverbs, I keep saying that. Just uh, just kind of nice to read and sort of reaffirm some, you know. Live a godly life, that's what it comes down to. It's, you know, I was thinking about that, you know, people are like, oh, it's so tough being a Christian, and you know, you're missing out on all the fun and all the good stuff. You know what? I'm not missing out on anything. Um, Uh, I don't think anybody who's uh, ever been a Christian thinks that they're missing out on anything. Um, so, you know, I don't know what to say about that. I think living a good, wholesome, godly life is, um, is, is, I, I don't know. It just, it just seems, I can't think of any other way. I know my previous life, I thought that I was living a good life, but, um, it wasn't, it was, uh, you know, filled with a lot of, I always used to say, uh, if it happened, if it happens, it happened to me. And I'm telling you stuff always seemed to happen to me no matter what. So, you know, now, uh, I feel like with God, I can, I can handle anything because it's not me. It's him. So, so, uh, at this moment, I'm going to give you that opportunity. If you haven't accepted Christ as your Lord and savior, this is your moment, um, we'll say the prayer together um and for those of you who are already believers and you just want to reaffirm your belief in christ uh go ahead and do it too um but uh, i strongly encourage you to accept jesus because the the living a life for christ is uh well for gain as far as i'm concerned so uh let's pray Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect, and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the gift of your one and only Son, Jesus Christ. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him into my heart as my Lord and Savior and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and uh, welcome into the uh, brotherhood and sisterhood of Christ. Uh, You have a new life. Mark it in your Bible uh, and uh, tell somebody. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of people who have been praying for you, uh, even if there's just one person who's been praying for you. They want to know. I mean, shout it from the rooftops, as far as I'm concerned. This is a joyful day, Uh, a new day a new life, and I encourage you to start living for Christ. Um, Get to a church, get to a pastor. They will navigate, help you navigate uh, into your new Christian life, and uh, they will, you know, point you in the right direction. Find out what kind of ministry you will feel comfortable in, you know, volunteering for or, um, you know, starting your own small group, whatever it is. Um, But pray about it. And find out what God is uh, wanting you to do in this life. So that's it for today. Uh, I Again, I'm so thankful and happy that I am able to uh, lead you down this path of reading your Bible one day at a time, one chapter at a time. Um, feel free to write. I guess I need to check my emails. Uh, I haven't done that in a while. So if you have sent me a message and I haven't. Uh, acknowledged it. I apologize. I will get on there. But feel free to email me or Jeremiah, uh, Lorraine at LeapOfFaithPodcast.org or Jeremiah at uh, LeapOfFaithPodcast.org. You can go to our Facebook page, Take a Leap of Faith. Um, And uh, at any point, I think that once you click on one of the um, audios, uh, it will bring you into uh, all the rest of them. So you can start from the very beginning and, you know, if this is your first time listening, you just happened on us. If God directed you this way, I'm thankful. And um, keep on reading your Bible every day. Um, it's it's a joy and it brings you closer and closer. And I think that he will make it easier for you. That's what he's done for me. Uh, I was just saying it this morning to my friend, um, you know, God will reach you in the way that is good for you. And that's what I believe. And he's reached me in that manner. So uh, I'm not anybody special. I'm not anybody, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, any. I'm just doing what God told me to do. So uh, I pray blessings over you. And uh, I'm so thankful that you were able to listen in this moment, in time, uh, whatever time it is, morning, noon, night, and, uh, I will see you. We'll see you tomorrow with Jeremiah. But then I will see you on Monday. So God bless you. Have a great day, great night, and I'll see you later.